1: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to a week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going?
0: Connor, this has been a very good week for me, and I'll tell you why. Go up. Sea shanties have come back in fashion.
1: <laughs> You've been going on about them for years. Every, that's what your chest tattoo says. That's that's all my
0: that's what all my tattoos say is just bring sea shanties back,
1: back and front. I said one was enough. You said no. I what if the buy
0: what if someone's walking behind me? The message hasn't been driven home yet, Connor.
1: They are back. I haven't, ve- I haven't got into them. I must say, I've heard a bit, but I haven't gone full in. Have you gone full in on the she- sea shanties?
0: Oh, I've been big into sea shanties for a very long time, Connor. <laughs> now, but not this week. No, no look, it, it's been a good week for sea shanties. Ergo, it's been a great week for Sean.
1: And it's. Also, been a pretty good week for the Heroes for Hire podcast, Sean, because oh, that's this by Thursday. The <laughs> we, this Thursday, we are releasing um, our new brand new merch designs, two of them for on our twenty-one percent off. So it's the twenty-first, twenty-one percent off. You would think yeah, it looks very that- cool. It they look cool. There's two brand new designs. You can see them on our Twitter, or Instagram, or on the Facebook, wherever whatever social media platform you're using. You'll get some sneak peeks of what's coming out on Thursday. But Sean, we're not here to talk about ourselves because I would like to start off by saying we can hear the raining. I might be doing a sea shanty of my own here soon enough because oh, oh very good, Connor. <laughs> it's lashing rain, and I'm going to say very quickly about an hour ago. I thought I'll go for a run. You know, it's January. Everybody's trying to get fit. I might go for a run. I've come back now from that run, Sean, and I can only describe my breeding as laboured. And so, God, there's no in. other
0: reason a man could have laboured breathing I, these days.
1: I, I walked in, and I just went, and I like had a cough because like you're out running in the rain and the freezing cold. Into a
0: warm house
1: in shorts, and everyone just stopped and looked at me, and I was like, no, 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 it's different, it's different. <laughs> I swear. I'm just,
0: I'm just shattered, lads.
1: I, I'm just a dumbass, nothing to do with other things. So, <laughs> so we're starting off this week with some rumours. Um, last week we started off the rumors of Michael Keaton returning to Batman in as being the DCEU's Batman. But this yeah, like week the
0: mainline we Batman.
1: This week we are starting with a rumor that occurred over the previous few days and there's no information and that is that Captain America, Mr. Chris Evans may be returning to the MCU and signing a new Marvel deal.
0: Yeah, I read this and I I was surprised honestly because that character felt like he had a very definite ending to me
1: oh i i think him and robert downey jr are just and they both came out after endgame and they said oh it's been a lovely ride thank you for all the memories and all that sort of stuff and i felt like they both walked off into the sunset but over the weekend it came out that this was a very heavy rumour And then to mix it all up completely, um, Chris Evans then came out and was just like, news to me. (laughs) So he didn't (laughs) even know. So now it could be a situation is I originally was like, oh, well, he didn't know. It was just a rumour. But then I thought, Marvel have lied to me repeatedly through every trailer I've watched for nearly 20 years. (laughs) So what we're going to think about this logically is, could they be saying something... And then maybe bringing him back for um, maybe the Winter Soldier and Falcon series.
0: May, yeah, like, it's very, like, ha-ha, JK, unless...
1: Yeah, unless... dot <laughs> dot Because dot, dot. he never said anything else. He just said news to me.
0: Yeah, so... no, look, I I would not put a Fast Marvel to tell them, you know, for them to tell Chris Evans to just play dumb. And just, like, oh, the, look, the fans will love it when you come back. It'll be amazing. If he does come back, I don't think he's doing any more solo movies. I think, like you say, it is he'll pop up in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I also think he should be there as more of, like, to give advice. Like, Captain America, in many ways, is the moral backbone of the MCU. So I like the idea that he is just, like, he's in his house and he's just people go to him when they really need just some help or some inspiration or something like that
1: oh yeah that, and, and, and like you have a character who's just maybe it's a movie for I don't know Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel like 10 years down the line and they're going through a really troubled time and they're like I don't know what to do and I know a guy who can try and talk through this and they just turn up and it's just Steve Rogers and he just turns around the chair
0: oh, that would be so fucking good like, he
1: could also take over for Nick Fury, but I don't think he wants to come back for that full time role. If like there was a situation where like he takes over old Cap, because he's is old Cap technically now.
0: Yeah, like yeah, he's confirmed old Cap in the like current uh, present day of Marvel. Um, but I don't think that Captain America would take up, you know, kind of a a, a, a government role at this yeah. point. I think he's been burned too many times on that.
1: Yeah. Um, what about the idea of, now, obviously this is just a rumour, but it's something that just came out over the weekend, like, we had news, like, there was other news for this week's show, but this just came out and I was just looking at, like, I was l- looking at it on full, just thinking, this is very weird and not something I expected 2021 to happen, so, the the rumour was that it seemed that Evans was finished with Captain America, which we all just assumed, but he reportedly began to come around to the idea of returning to the role in recent months. And Deadline reported that after Marvel floated the idea of a possible return, he took a few weeks to mull it over before the two sides came to an agreement at the start of the new year. Oh,
0: which is news to Chris Evans, apparently. <laughs>
1: he he didn't know either. He was mulling it over for ages, I can only assume that.
0: Like... I I mean... Let's, let's take, for example, that like he didn't know that this was going on. <laughs>
1: they were talking to radio presenter Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing Chris
0: back! But, like, but but no, but say it genuinely didn't happen, that this is all just a rumour, none of it actually happened. Do you think now, retroactively, that Chris Evans, seeing this outpouring of, like, fan support being behind the character, he might be tempted to come back into it?
1: Um... See, he never said a hard no, though. Like, I remember him saying, like, it's been an honour, and then he did an interview afterwards. I can't remember where the interview was. Might have been a podcast of some kind, but someone asked him, would you ever come back? And he said, it's not a hard no, but it's also not a hard yes. It's kind of like, I'll come back for the right thing. What if he came back for maybe, maybe it is a big part in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and he's just he's there at the end to be like I fucking chose this guy why you all picky why is like all these other people going on I've chosen Falcon as my successor or what if he has his own Disney Plus series where he is living through with Peggy Carter in the 60s 70s and
0: 80s that's quite cool like, th- like that's interesting to me um, I'm not, like, I don't think he'll ever come back in the same capacity as in, I don't think he's doing that Marvel workout routine ever again. No,
1: and I don't think anyone should have to do that forever. I think that is a slog.
0: <laughs> I think that is a tough way to live your life.
1: <laughs> You'll have um, to go running in the rain. I'm trained to be Wolverine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I, I think if you bring him back... See, because, like, the thing about that Captain America is he was always so willing to die for literally anyone he ever met.
1: Um, <laughs> Which I think is, like, why we liked
0: him. It is, yeah. But, like, that, that's why at the end of Endgame, like, he gets to... He gets a life. Like, he gets to have a life. He gets to live. That's his reward after everything. So I think, like, you you need to... Like, that needs to matter, the fact that he grew old i i don't think you should bring him back as if he does come back into the main continuity like in the current day i think keep him as old captain america don't 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 de-age him at all
1: Mm -hmm. which is weird to say because
0: sorry this like 34 year old chris evans don't (laughs) de-age him
1: (laughs) don't don't make him young and handsome i want old joe biden captain america
0: he is very Joe Biden, isn't he? He looks
1: the same! It's a doppelganger! <laughs> um, I just... I don't I don't know if I would want this. Like, I think it's good at the start. You're like, oh, wow, he's coming back and he's such a big and cool character that everyone likes. But then you also have the fact of if you finish that well and you get that ending that everybody wanted and he's dancing with Peggy, just leave it. Sometimes the The best thing you can do is just leave it, because if you bring him back, you have to match that ending.
0: Yeah. Now, look, they didn't kill him off. Um, maybe for the the idea of having like this older veteran, um, that you can refer to for advice. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can have that same emotional impact again. Like, what did he say at the end? It was like, no, I don't think I will. Um. Like Sam was like, do you want to tell me about your life with Peggy? And so he was like, No, yeah. I'm just going to keep this for myself. You know, and that's that's uh, like
1: the first time time that like he's actually done something for himself.
0: It's the first time he's ever been selfish. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> and I I just I don't know. Like I think that it's good to have him there, but at the same time, I just think leave him, leave him and Downey Jr. alone, and just move on to, to like a new generation of people.
0: Yeah, trust the next generation to carry it on.
1: Yeah. Okay, Sean, so we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. And this is one that I think you're going to like. And Don't you, judge me. No, I think you're going to really, really like this. Because there's one thing you love, and that mm. is sequels. I know I you thought love. you were going to
0: say sea shanties for a second.
1: <laughs> see, see, our latest news is from the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. No, it is not. Is that why Stay you close. love the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise? I
0: just think pirates are cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, it's much worse, Sean. It is much worse. Because there's, there's a lovely movie. Well, I wouldn't say lovely. But there's a big, massive movie that everybody watches. I would say maybe annually. From the 80s. And it's a pretty big deal in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Sean, what movie am I talking about?
0: Uh, the movie... That Connor is referring to there Is Demolition Man
1: No that is not
0: <laughs> Die Hard <laughs> Do- so, Oh of course
1: What is your favourite moment Of Die Hard 4 and 5
0: My favourite moment of die- Okay well Die Hard 4 It's where he kills a helicopter With a car Yeah he kills a ca- helicopter with a car Yeah. And then in Die Hard 5 It's where he drives a Truck over A bunch of cars on a motorway is that not still four? It could be both.
1: I think five is unwatchable. I think I only got ten minutes in. It's him
0: with his son. Yeah, yeah that they're in Russia and they're having this weird fucking adventure together. Yeah, um, it's
1: very, it's very strange. But Sean, I know what you're thinking. Die Hard Five. I want more. Because now I have a new rumour has suggested that Mr. Bruce Willis will be returning and is ready to return as John McClane, one last time, in Die Hard 6.
0: This is kind... Oh, no. Like, there's no way it's again. going to be good. Yeah, with more of <laughs> vengeance. How many bad things can happen to John McClane?
1: But he also... He becomes, like, less... I well, I was going to say um, he becomes less vulnerable every movie. So in this one, he's just going full Terminator. I could only
0: assume. I suppose so, but like, it's not like the the idea with uh, the first Die Hard, and even the second and third Die Hards to some extent is that John McClane was like a fairly average dude, but he was just he was really good in a crisis.
1: Yeah, and he just got caught up in these situations.
0: Yeah, and the fourth one is him like doddering around and not understanding technology. <laughs> and,
1: In English, please, Point Dexter, you dickhead. Yeah.
0: And Justin Long is there. Just and, and
1: Justin Long is a is a lovely actor, a fine actor, like and he's Justin working Long. hard.
0: But and you got his daughter's played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, as we established on this podcast, can do no wrong, and that was a great role that she did. <laughs> um,
1: great role. it's one
0: of her best. And then who plays his son in the fifth one? Oh, I I don't know. Um, I Sorry, it's also it's a good day to die hard. Is the fifth one?
1: Is it okay? What was the fourth one? Four do?
0: Con- Connor, uh, yeah, die hard four um, point oh. Yeah, because that one had a weird tagline as well, didn't it?
1: Yeah, technology uh, is a dickhead. Uh,
0: die- live free or die hard. <laughs> 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 Con- yeah,
1: I mean, you will have
0: to die hard somehow. D- but do, Connor, you're not going to believe who plays uh, John McClane Junior. Don't tell me Jared Leto. Oh no! But you're you're. I like the way you're thinking.
1: Okay, it's, who is it?
0: It's Jai Courtney.
1: Fuck off! No way, Captain it Boomerang is himself. <laughs> oh my god! Fresh off Terminator, he was coming in.
0: He was going in, he thought, oh, I'm the new Bruce Willis.
1: <laughs> I'm Bruce Willis and Arnie. I'm the
0: new double guy. Do you think that in Die Hard 6, um, Die Hard as a Rock, that... In <laughs> the- <laughs> Die Hard as a
1: Rock? Yeah, what is it? It's got to be Die Hard with something.
0: It has to, Oh, they have to have a bullshit title. What's yeah, Die Hard yeah. 3 called?
1: Die Hard with Vengeance.
0: Is it Die Hard with a Vengeance? I'm pretty sure yeah, it's Die Day Hard with <laughs> Die Hard Die Hard 2 Die Harder then Die Hard with a Vengeance Yeah, then uh, Live Free or Die Hard which (laughs) is the worst one (laughs) Die Harder
1: Die Harder is the worst first of all you're coming off Die Hard which is an amazing film and someone sat in the studio and said we need a catchy tagline for the sequel this is going to be a big movie boss we're going to make fucking millions what about Die Harder he's fucking done it again everybody take lunch we're nailed it.
0: Do you think at the end of Die Hard 6 they'll try and set up Joy Courtney as like, he's the head of the Die Hard franchise now. <laughs> Poor
1: Joy! He's always just trying to get a franchise up. He's the, always uh, coming in at the tail end of another one trying to get one set
0: up. Just trying to desperately establish <laughs> a cinematic universe.
1: And I think Joy is really good as uh, Captain Boomerang. I didn't, like, he's not good in Terminator, but I think he's really good as Captain Boomerang for the very small role that he played in the first one. But, yeah, the fact that he's his son, and the two of them are just unkillable, and I'm sure they're mowing true lads, and fucking, you know, McLean is just no bullets. John has no blood on him. He's completely fine. Yeah. Um, now we're getting a sixth one. They were going to do a prequel. Do you remember that?
0: I vaguely remember something about it. I don't remember any details.
1: We were going to talk we talked about this on the radio shot when Fuck back me. in the day. Um. So we, what it was about was John McLean was going to be a beat cop in the 70s or 80s. Oh yeah, and we and dis- we go-
0: established nothing interesting happened to John McLean until Nakatomi Tower. <laughs>
1: yeah. Die Hard is the bit in his life we want to see. Everything up yeah. to that, he's just
0: stopping traffic. <laughs> Everything else before that is just his marriage falling apart.
1: <laughs> no, it's going really well. And then falls apart, and then just as it's fallen apart like for six months, he becomes interesting.
0: Yeah, and then they decide, oh, maybe after surviving a terrorist attack, now we can rekindle things.
1: So they were going to do a prequel, and originally they were going to have um, Bruce Willis come back for even maybe the first ten minutes, and then cut it back, like Men in Black Tree style and cut back to a younger actor playing the guy. Oh, or well, playing, if it's Men in playing. Black
0: 3 style.
1: The <laughs> Men in Black 3 style. That's a reference. Um, but uh, what happened was that kind of got got tr- put through the ring or it got writer to writer to director to studio, and eventually that was cancelled. And now they're thinking, Bruce says, no, I'm coming back for number six. What if he, we cover John McClane now? We don't want to see a young actor. Bruce is the man for this. Die harder, harder,
0: harder again. What if? Okay, let's let's hope for a minute that we've gotten to the point of like filmmaking and storytelling that we're not going to try and force a sixty-year-old man to do what he did when he was twenty-eight. Yeah. What what if there's a genuine crisis with sixty-five-year-old Bruce Willis and it's played straight and it's just like, and and there's no cliches. It's not a dumb action movie and it's just, he's literally too old for this shit.
1: <laughs> and there's a moment where he's like, fuck, I'm actually too old. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, like he has to come to terms with the fact that he can't do the things he used to be able and to. And there's
1: like a young cop there that he's like, I'm passing it over to you, Bon McGain.
0: You're the next one. <laughs> or Yeah, and just like... uh, Or or there's a new cop and he's desperately trying to convince him to get out of the business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's just like, you're so bad at this. Like, But he's not though, because he never gets shot. He's always amazing. He kills 50 dudes, he does the Taken style. Kills hundreds of men, never has a bullet even graze him.
0: Oh, like the, the, like John McLean is like the best case scenario for like police work because he's yeah. invincible.
1: Do you think that Die Hard Six is a good idea or a bad idea?
0: Uh, I am going to come down hard on the line and say bad idea.
1: Mm, that's. I feel like that's a bit negative. I think you put positive vibes out there, Sean. You'll get positive vibes back.
0: Yeah, but if you put Die Hard vibes out there, you'll mm. get Die Harder vibes back. <laughs>
1: I don't want that. <laughs> die Hard with a Vengeance, okay, but okay. Die harder, There's a lot of puzzles no, die- in that one.
0: I like the puzzles.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want the Die Hard where Bruce Willis is Alan Rickman's character. He becomes the bad guy, and then a young guy has to stop him.
0: What if it like we tie we use Die Hard Six to connect the Die Hard universe with the uh, Looper universe?
1: Oh, oh, that's good. That is yeah. good. Just keep Get and tr- bring back. um mm. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt
0: as Nightwing, yes
1: <laughs> use your real name Robin
0: <laughs> one of
1: the worst lines in cinema okay,
0: we're absolute gonna dog shit
1: <laughs> I, re- I remember watching that as like a massive Batman fan going what? <laughs> just oh, like, no. I looked to my left and right I was just like is everybody else watching what the fuck I'm watching? did that actually happen?
0: you just stand up in the theatre are we are we all okay with this
1: are we all allowing this to happen Chrissy Chrissy Nolan a good guy but that's fucking atrocious that's fucking terrible
0: that deserves no award
1: use your real name Barbara Batgirl now off you go (laughs) Um, we're going to move on Sean to stuff involving Batman now I know every single week I say to you this is the last week For Zack Snyder news. I know I say that to you.
0: Yeah, but I've seen news come up during the week, and now I have to talk about
1: it. This might be that news, Sean, because we have had word of what the Justice League series will be. So, of course, Justice League is getting the Snyder Cut. It's coming out. Everyone's uh, so excited, I can't even talk about it. I, I, I can't sleep thinking about the Snyder Cut that's about to debut this year on HBO Max. But... Most importantly everyone's kinda of like it's like a it's like a mini series, so it might have like four episodes and you'll be able to structure it and it'll look really cool and like you could mm. have an episode end on a cliffhanger and then come in on the next one. It's all set up. But Zack Snyder, he's not very good at not responding on Twitter. So
0: Yeah, he needs to hold have- his cards closer to his chest, I think.
1: So somebody asked him What's it gonna be? What's what's the Snyder cut gonna look like? Um is it gonna be is it gonna be a whole series or is it gonna be a four part series as previously indicated or like a whole movie? And Zack Snyder came back and said Justice League will be in fact a four hour movie, Sean. So it's not a mini series, it's not gonna be broken up, it's gonna be one four hour movie that I'm assuming they just chop randomly?
0: I guess, but like, I think that's worse though. Yes, I'm not gonna sit down and watch a four-hour movie. But I, Connor, I watched all of the Queen's Gambit in one night, and that's like seven and a half hours long.
1: I watched all of season three of Money Heist yesterday, and that's eight hour, or that's eight episodes, fifty minutes, so about
0: yeah. seven and a half hours. So. Like that's how you do it these days. Is that tell the like the the scope of the story, but break it up into if you want chapters. Not, he, not here is Harry Potter, but it's all written on one page. <laughs>
1: also, this it does raise more questions. Like we are known to maybe take Snack or We we kind of maybe shit on him a little bit. I'm sure. Yeah, he's really he can do some good things, but. This whole Snyder Cut thing, I'm not a fan of myself. Now, if you are, fair fucks to you, it's just not for me. But what I will say, it is... I think it's a bad idea to have a four-hour movie. Because first of all, he just can't cut anything out. He just has to do every shot he ever filmed for this film, I can only assume, and throw it in. But that's fair enough, if you want to do that. But the four-hour movie, every movie that comes out in the cinema is four hours at one stage. And then somebody comes along, an
0: editor, and they say... (laughs) You know, one of those highly paid people in Hollywood. You
1: know, an editor, or maybe someone to streamline it. So every movie you've ever watched that you love is four hours at some stage. They have four hours of footage. And then the guy says... The guy or the gal looks at the footage and says, if we cut it out, the story will be more seamless... And will actually flow a lot better if we cut out this, this and this. And then we have two hour film that works a lot better. That's more bite size. Gives all the information but at a, maybe a streamlined pace. Maybe keep the, engage, keep the engagement up. But at the same time it's going to be long enough that they're going to be interested. But short enough that they won't lose interest. I think yeah. this four hour thing is just him just throwing every scene he threw in.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. I think he didn't want to find like what three breakpoints where he could end it. Um, he didn't want to create four files basically, so he's just like, oh, "I'm just going to upload the whole thing. It'll be fine." But do, it's re- think- that's really it's a sorry it's a, it's a like for a viewer that makes it more like it raises the barrier to watching basically because if you give an hour and you don't like it and you know you still have three hours left that's a different feeling to not liking one one hour long episode
1: yeah but would it be better or worse if they took the four hour film and still cut it into four
0: i mean i think if it's an, if it's a natural pause in like telling the story then I think that's a better way to do it. If he just cuts randomly in the middle of a scene, like of course that's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. But like, honestly, it, it, like it, in terms of storytelling, it would probably make more sense to cut it into three, like your first act, your middle act, and your final act.
1: Is Zack Snyder just a work at acts? He works work at an feeling.
0: And he feels like doing four <laughs> or one. Who can tell? <laughs>
1: I just It just doesn't make any sense This whole thing is just so confusing I Once it comes out Then we're just going to have to sit down and, rev- and review it We are going to have to watch this Sean For this show
0: Absolutely And at that time uh, Look fucking everyone I won't everyone be around that week unfortunately <laughs> Can I Yeah but like Our standard protocol for reviewing movies Is to talk through everything as it happened Yeah we're going to be here for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then Batman used another gun.
1: What would you think of that, Sean? Did you like
0: that? Uh, I didn't think Batman would use two guns, but here we are.
1: <laughs> he, he fucking started double barreling. He was dual wielding at one point with two RPGs. <laughs> he,
0: he, he fired a gun using another gun. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he, he fired an RPG, took out a machine gun and shot the bullet in the air. Just to make sure that family were dead. It was very bold. It was a bold strategy.
0: That's a classic Zack Snyder (laughs) slow-mo shot, by the way. (laughs)
1: That's a a classic Batman scene.
0: (laughs) Oh, look. I'm not excited. Everything I hear about this movie makes me less interested in it. I think at the start of this, I said I was interested in seeing what happened. I don't give a shit anymore.
1: The first hour of those four hours is just going to be the pearls hitting the floor in very slow motion.
0: It's one... (laughs) No, what he's going to do, like, as the film progresses, it's going to keep cutting back to the pearl (laughs) shot and one further (laughs) pearl hits the ground.
1: (laughs) And every time the drama is heightened... Oh no, she's definitely dead. That's four pearls.
0: It's it's as though every time Batman experiences conflict, he remembers the death of his parents.
1: Good, 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 good. This will help me forget. Let me take out another machine. Gun. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, Jean, we're going to have to move on from Zack Snyder. Um, I, I, every week, I say this is the last week. Hopefully, this is the last week until this no, team comes out. No, i
0: believing you. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I start believing
1: me as well. Um, on to more positive news. That is a bit of a teary shot. I think you might like this. Matt Damon has reportedly arrived in Australia to start filming his bit for Tour Four. Now, Sean, Matt Damon has appeared in Tour Ragnarok before. He had um, he was part of the comedic bit of the stage that Loki was having. That like, I think he was playing. Was he playing Tour?
0: He was playing Loki. Uh, he was playing Chris Luke. Hemsworth's brother was playing Thor.
1: Yeah, but not Liam, <laughs> the other one. Luke. Luke. Yeah, no. Luke sounds about right. Yeah, Luke. Luke is a is a tough guy. Name. To Luke, <laughs> um, Luke's a very tough
0: guy. Name. To shout out to Luke.
1: Shout out to you, Luke. Love you, Luke. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best one. Um, but he, Matt Damon, was in that for a bit part. But now it is reported that he is arriving in Australia to film tour 4 now. If normally this wouldn't be big news but obviously in Australia if you're going to go there you are going to have to at least quarantine for 2 weeks and then it is said that he's going for a few months at a time so what would that mean in regards to that I don't think he would film or I don't think he would go that far for another cameo I think he's been actually cast in this film
0: yeah, and if we like from what we know of Thor, Love and Thunder, you've got uh, you've you've got Thor, you got uh, Jane Foster, Thor, mm-hmm. you have uh, you've Gore the God Butcher, We've played by Christian Bale, yes. played by Christian Bale. We've come to kind of the conclusion that um, it's going to be it's Thor's going to need to team up with all the other Thors.
1: Oh, Sean, your brain is going the exact same way mine is. <laughs> Go on.
0: So, I think Matt Damon could be playing another version of Thor. Yeah. Maybe one with a horse for a face.
1: A horse for a face? You wouldn't have to recognise him. Perhaps a Beta Ray Bill, if anyone
0: remembers. Oh, I was going for Frog Thor.
1: (laughs) I was going for Spider Man. No, I think you're right.
0: My mind went to Beta Ray Bill as well, because that seems like the kind of thing he'd do.
1: And I think him and Hemsworth are apparently very good friends. Now, he could just be flying down just to see Hemsworth, maybe film a cameo. But I think if he's going that way during a pandemic with his whole family, and he brings them to Australia for a few months, I don't know if he's just going there for the crack. He's definitely coming in to do something. Now, it might be our hopes that he's playing Beta Ray Bill. Maybe he just has a smaller role. But wouldn't it be fucking cool?
0: But I think I think that's what this story boils down to. Is first of all, seeing a live action beta, Ray Bill would be amazing. If it's somehow played by Matt Damon, that's unreal.
1: Because then you also have Christian Bale. You've got Matt Damon. You of course, have Chris Hemsworth. This is not only including. You also have Dave Batista, Karen Gillan, Sean Gunn, Chris Pratt, and Tessa Thompson all prepared for it as well.
0: Yeah, and you have. Um, Jamie Alexander's coming back as Lady Sif.
1: Yes, she is, so, yeah.
0: So it's a who's who of fucking, like, Marvel cosmic characters.
1: So everybody's in this film, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I'd i be surprised um, if there was no Beta Ray Bill in this. In some way, shape, or form, because he was teased in Ragnarok. We saw a big statue of his head.
1: And that looked a little like Matt Damon.
0: I are you saying Matt Damon looks like a horse, Connors?
1: I passed by that statue and I was like, "Goodwill Hunting." What the fuck? It, it's, um, not <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Do you think there is some merit to the rumour Or are we just being a bit, you know, positive? Maybe put projecting.
0: Uh, I think we might be projecting, but like, I i do, I don't think it's a, like he has to be playing someone is the thing in in terms of him being there for what two months of filming is that what you said
1: it's it doesn't say how long but it is meant to be months that he's going to australia
0: i i i i i, I think he's not, i don't think he's just going to be playing loki in a play this time no you know
1: i, I think i think it's going to be pretty cool and if you bring him in like, that's a serious cast that they're they're acquiring there. Every time someone goes down, it's like someone they, an actor that you're like, oh, they're good. Oh, that's going to be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Matt Damon does so many cameos for no reason. <laughs> he,
1: he, I think he's just a fun guy. I, I love his bit with Jimmy Kimmel. Which is that? That's that they hate each other.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I'm going to have to move on, Sean. Now, this is probably some not so... That was a bit of a nerdy news because I have some news that I don't know if you're going to like because I'm going to throw all of our movies that have been delayed recently and movies that have been moved into this one segment. I don't have a name for it, but it's just called Movies That Have Been Moved, question uh, mark.
0: move these.
1: Move these, yes, move these. This is our weekly move these segment that we've only done once. It's not really a segment. But, Sean, the first piece of move these news... Oh, just got to get tiresome. ...is the fact that No Time To Die has no. been moved No. again.
0: Fuck me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't like Do you this. like this news? No. No. No, I don't like this, Connor. (laughs) Every time we get close to being done.
1: (laughs) They drag me back in.
0: Ironically, they find find more time to die.
1: There's never enough. It seems like an eternity to die at this stage.
0: It's always time to die, apparently. So, when's it pushed back to? Is it November again?
1: Uh, It is November, yes.
0: Great. (laughs) Great. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So the story of this, why Sean is so sad is because this movie was meant to come out in 2019, I think. Um, no, it might, no, I think it was April 2020. So it was April of last year originally that it was going to be coming out. And then, of course, The Global Bastard happened. And the story behind this is Daniel Craig. He's playing James Bond. This is the last time he's going to play James Bond. The end was in sight. The light was at the end of the tunnel. He hates James Bond. They offered him $170 million. And they just said, just one more, James. Or just one more, (laughs) James. Just one more, Daniel. Or James, if you're in character. And they said, here's $170 million. Just do this one movie, and then you're done. And you'll never have to do another press tour again. And so, of course, he said, okay. The movie's meant to come out in April 2020. Global Bastard hits. It gets moved to November of 2020. How innocent we all were, thinking, that'll be fine.
0: That, that'll be sorted by then.
1: Yeah. Then November came around, and it got moved again to April of this year, where it's currently scheduled for as of yesterday. <laughs> because now it's going to be delayed for a third time, and possibly until November or October.
0: So is this the thing that they think James Bond makes more money around Christmas time or that they're trying to wait until you know the theaters are open and life goes back to normal and fucking we don't all die when we leave the house
1: Yeah I I right. don't, I don't I don't know about why they're moving this because they originally did remember they tried to sell it for 600 million dollars <laughs> to Netflix
0: yeah
1: and what, what wasn't it higher it was like 800 or something sorry it was 800 million or something ridiculous they were like give us 800 million and then I will go to your streaming service and they were like no <laughs> oh no MGM were like that was our only card and we played it too early so I oh
0: I look they're just gonna keep pushing it back. It's kinda of sad that like this is the last way that like this is the last iteration of Daniel Craig's character. Um mm. a character that he doesn't like anymore. But I think
1: this is the funniest thing that could have possibly happened. Just for just the fact that he hates the character so much and he just will never be rid of it. <laughs> he must just like the hatred just grows every day.
0: It's like He just wants to do more Knives Out.
1: (laughs) I like Knives Out. I don't like James Bond. I want to be a gentleman
0: Um, detective.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But next up in our movie news is the fact that Mr... One of our favourite Sean. This is movie news and this is Jared Leto news. Same time because... Morbius, the living vampire, has been delayed for seven months. Oof, that's
0: Yes. So, what does that put us at? Uh, August?
1: It was, I think it's August. No, I think it's a Halloween release now. It was originally meant to come out on March 19th. So now it's going to be on October 8th. So, it is actually going to come out around Halloween, which, when you think about it, really should have been the first thing that they thought of.
0: Makes, more, makes a lot more sense Because um, then you get just the people Who just want like a Halloween movie That they might be tricked into seeing it
1: Once it comes out October 8 That would be 15 months After the original release date
0: that's that's sad, but let's be fair It's not the only one that's had this happen what, to it.
1: What do you think of Jared now? Do you think he's very excited for us to see What he's about to come out? Because last week we discussed maybe Jared Jared is maybe, this is the renaissance of a man he, He's on the way up He He's he's cleared his plate And he's thought, I'm no longer going to be a bad guy
0: Yeah, I think, like Look, that's even if he has time to make it to the premiere After saving all those orphanages <laughs> from those fires
1: <laughs> Guys, I can't make it. I gotta save a cat from a tree. You know what I mean?
0: All, all, all my, all my money—it's, it's just falling into the bank accounts of underprivileged <laughs> children.
1: You know how it is. You're just watching Netflix one day, and the other day, you drop some weird cash into an orphanage, just, and then you're a
0: vampire or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Um, the Morbius trailer also dropped like a year ago almost a year to this day that we talked about in person John, the Morbius trailer
0: oh my um, god
1: <laughs> yeah so it is going to be pushed back Jared is going to have to be um, delayed once more for the press tour of the ages I can only assume um, we are still getting a lot of MCU stuff but this will push back Venom I think as well because this kind of all ties into that
0: Yeah, what's Marvel putting out in October 2021?
1: (laughs) Um, I don't know what they're putting out as of this moment. Because they have a bunch of shit
0: this year, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do. Um, But if Morbius will actually be up against James Bond, really, if that happens.
0: Wow, two titans of filmmaking.
1: (laughs) 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 They will definitely take all of the profits. Um, if you want to look up what is coming out in October and November, just to be just to be sure, because I do think Marvel is bringing something out that will probably counteract this.
0: Yeah, like like they don't usually like to compete with things that are somewhat related, but I also mm. think it doesn't matter.
1: No, it's Morbius, the Living Vampire, Jared
0: Leto. That Jared Leto, indeed. Uh, where are we? Where is that release thing that I found? Ages ago uh, no. These, like uh, Because every, because everything's been moved so much It's really hard to find I had one source on this and I lost it
1: Your one source was me
0: I was telling oh, you right. Fair enough this, Apparently, this, Did this Eternals reflects- get moved again? I think Eternals got moved again Did I? <laughs> Connor I think it did There Connor was no way it this. was coming
1: out in February
0: But I thought it would be out in February <laughs> no, now all these hero zeros are pointless. <laughs> right. Well, then it goes Shang Chi in July, and then uh, Eternals in November. So Morbius is unchallenged.
1: Well, Morbius, James Bond, and Eternals all fighting for that coveted November power spot.
0: It it is going to be tough now. Uh, like, who knows whether the Sony movie about a Marvel character. Heavily tied to Spider-Man, but not involving Spider-Man maybe, will do well.
1: <laughs> you love Spider-Man. I can hear your excitement. Oh, but also, I love Sean,
0: Spider-Man.
1: I, and you love Morbius. You've told me multiple times. Your chest tattoo says, see shanties and Morbius.
0: <laughs> i gotta stop adding to that tattoo it's gonna come back <laughs> no, to bite me it's just under. getting
1: too long um so we also have one more piece of movie news and that is that a movie has gone the other way sean and um, pushed up <clears throat> pushed up two months early set for march was originally meant to come out in may they said no 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 that is godzilla versus kong And has a new release date of two months earlier than expected, so it will be out in March of this year.
0: Right, I did not remember that this was coming out.
1: (laughs) Is this a bad move? And yes, it is. (laughs) Godzilla vs. Godzilla. Would that do better in March than May? Does it matter? (laughs) No, (laughs) there's not a hope it does better in March than May. There's just no way. Netflix offered them two hundred million for the rights to this movie, and they turned it down.
0: And, <clears throat> in like, that's like who? That's Universal, isn't it?
1: Um, that is legendary, I think.
0: Ah, because I was thinking maybe it'll be like because de- I I thought it would follow the same track as like Jurassic Park, but that came out like sorry, Jurassic World came out. Like June, it was the summer blockbuster kind of deal um, mm. but yeah, I don't know whether Godzilla King of the Monsters would or Godzilla Kong thing versus Kong Godzilla versus Kong um, would actually do well at any specific point in the year I think that people who are going to see it are going to see it um, but I don't think it ha- it draws that much interest because what they've done is They've taken all the people who didn't watch the Godzilla, the recent Godzilla movies, and all the people who didn't watch the recent King Kong movies, and they've made a movie that excludes all of those people.
1: <laughs> Perfect marketing.
0: Like, uh, and you know, you, you uh, but and I think that the inbuilt <laughs> fan base there might not outweigh the amount of people who didn't see those movies. Which yeah, I think no, I, are middling.
1: I think I would have taken the two hundred million and just walked away.
0: I would have just said, yep, yeah, that's that's about as good as we do.
1: <laughs> um, so we're gonna move on from that, from our movie news. That'll be our one and only time we ever do that segment. <laughs> <laughs> but we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this is revolving Marvel, Sony, and Spider Man. Have you heard of him?
0: I've heard of Spider Man. Uh, And I refuse to entertain uh, this slander against his name.
1: (laughs) I never said anything. Of
0: course you didn't. But it's what you didn't (laughs) say. It's like jazz.
1: It was was the way you said it. Um, So Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures have reportedly extended their Spider-Man deal. That is for Tom Holland's Peter Parker.
0: Right. Um, right, so there was a there was a big thing like a year and a bit ago about how Marvel were going to lose the rights to Spider Man, um, and it would all revert to Sony, and then that yes. just kind of didn't happen. Because um, I, th-
1: I think Marvel went back on it, and then they said no, no. Because do you remember Tom Holland rang Kevin Feige directly?
0: He was crying, and was like, yeah,
1: <laughs> and was like crying, saying, "Mr. Feige, <laughs> Mr. Feige," and then he got him to ring. And he got them to sort it out, and they brought in, they brought back in Spider Man into the MCU.
0: Yeah, so I think you know, I think they're always going to find like Disney will pay enough money to keep Spider Man because Spider Man is their money maker. Um, mm. I think Sony also benefit a lot from having Spider Man even tenuously tied to the Marvel Universe because you get an element of confusion about whether the Sony villain movies are tied into the MCU.
1: Yeah, they like to live in that, like, vagueness.
0: Yeah, that's where they, like, excel, is tricking people into seeing if it's a Marvel movie or not.
1: Mm, I think originally the, the the new deal for Tom Holland was only for maybe two movies. Or, like, one, one more Spider-Man film and then maybe um, other appearances in other projects. But if they've extended the deal... It could mean that they're going to go further with Tom Holland because originally I was thinking that they were going to do Tom Holland and then move on to Miles Morales because Tom Holland, I'm sure, he wants to play Spider-Man but when he gets to 27 or 28, he might want to move on to do something else and that's completely fine. And also, Peter Parker is notoriously just a teenager even though Tom Holland is perfect for the role now. When Spider-Man gets to like 30, like, Stan Lee even said that Spider-Man kind of loses some of the interest when he's like he's thirty and MJ's a supermodel and he's like a rich guy and he's perfect.
0: Yeah, and like just Spider-Man no can never get his life together. Yeah, uh, because no, then that's he becomes Spider-Man. not interesting and relatable.
1: And then they start the clone saga.
0: <laughs> if they oh if they do the Marvel clone saga, that'll be amazing.
1: <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It's terrible.
0: So like in in terms of like what I, I don't know what the exchange is like what did Marvel pay to get Sony to get Spider Man and in what capacity? Um, like I assume it's the same thing as that they can do pretty much whatever they want, but Sony gets some of the rights to the profits.
1: Oh, sorry. The original agreement was that uh, Tom Holland would be um, appear in Spider Man Three. And allowed Holland to appear in one more MCU project. That was the deal that was struck in uh, the summer of last year. Um, no, it was the summer of twenty nineteen actually. My God, Jesus. it was. Um, so that was the deal that they did. Was okay, you get Spider Man three because originally Marvel were like, we want a fifty fifty split on what, all the money. And, and Sony were like, no, <laughs> no and Sony were like. Why would we do a 50-50 split? We own Spider-Man. And I know you use him for Endgame and Infinity War. But we like profits. And he's our main profit mover. So they said not 50-50. I think it was the current deal is 75-25. Or Sony get all the profits from the movies. And Marvel get it from the merch. I don't know what the current deal is now. But it, it was a lot less in Marvel's side. And... Sony said no, and then it looked like Tom Holland wasn't going to appear in Marvel films, and then they kind of went back on it to say, right, you get Spider-Man 3, and he gets one more MCU project. But if this is the case, then he gets Spider-Man 3, that extra MCU project, and he could be signed on for several more MCU projects. So Tom Holland could be around for another few years, which would mean he would be involved in a lot of the multiverse things, and he could be a driving force for Phase 4.
0: Yeah, and I think, like... If you, if you if you get Tom Holland in on that kind of contract, I think you do have enough time then to set up like a successor. Um, if, as you say, he does want to leave after a while and pursue other things, you could set up the likes of a Miles Morales or something like that um, to take I over also think- the mantle. It was very
1: important for them to keep Spider-Man and Tom Holland because you've had RDJ leave, and as far as we know, Chris Evans has gone as well. Like You've got Cap gone, you've got Iron Man gone, all you have left of, like... I know, it. Uh, you don't want the situation where you end up what happened um, in Avengers Age of Ultra at the end. You don't want, like, a team that they've just kind of thrown together of other characters. Like, if you have Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel, you've got three characters there that you could build around.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it's a really good anchor. Um, in Because ter- in the first phase of Marvel, there was that big three of Thor, uh, Tony Stark and captain america Mm. um and and most of the stories revolve around those characters interactions with each other and the world um and they're kind of setting up now um the likes of like at the minute from what we know the most important people are scarlet witch doctor strange and spider-man um right now they'll be driving
1: like the next trilogy of films
0: yeah, so now and that's apparently just because those are the ones we've heard the most about at the minute. Um, but I think Spider-Man is such a strong cornerstone because he is the most recognizable superhero out of everyone in the MCU at the minute. Maybe He's the Hulk. most
1: recognizable, like it's. I think it's Spider-Man, like Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, like they're the tree. Of, like, the most recognisable... You could show it to anyone, they're like, that's Spider-Man. Or if you say the name Spider-Man, they know who... he. They know he's a superhero in those superhero movies.
0: Yes, exactly. So, I so, think...
1: I, I, I think it was very important for them to bring him back. So, if there's if he signed on, he could be an anchor for the next few phases of the... Or the next phase of Marvel, until you can bring in Miles Morales um, later on. It's kind of just like, you're just... Holding it for the minute. It was probably the best business move for now. And then later on with the multiverse. Bring in Miles Morales. Bring in somebody else. Because that's all sitting there. You haven't even touched it. So you might as well just like. Just get as much profits out of Spider-Man 3. Bring in Tom Holland into other projects. Like Doctor Strange. And then move move him on.
0: Yeah. And do do the. As we said at the start. The, like, the thing you did with Captain America. Like give him a satisfying send-off make it feel earned and then people won't mind when he's gone because people love tom holland as spider-man if they just write him out in a bad way um it's gonna it's gonna sour the entire run of that character
1: yeah like he's he's the perfect spider-man so if you have him there you have the best casting of spider-man like ever so, just use him. Um, but, yeah, we're going to finish off Movie Mondays this week with more Marvel news. Now, DC was a very big news story last week. Because sometimes sometimes the studios, I like feel like, DC had a big week last week, so Marvel rele- like slowly released a few news stories this week. So that's kind of like back and forth. And the big news that happened literally minutes after we finished recording last week was that oh Deadpool 3 will be part of the MCU and will be R-rated said Kevin Feige
0: yes I remember seeing this like as you say as soon as we finished recording um, I, I think we had rumours of this but it's nice to have it confirmed that Deadpool is like he's pretty much staying the same across the, the transfer of um, across the transfer of studios
1: now, you have said that, like, you could do a PG-13 Deadpool. Like, you could bring him across, and every time he's gonna curse, somebody interrupts him, or, like, a truck drives by, or something like that. That could get a bit hokey, or, it's how you do it. Like, it could work. But, if you have, if you bring Deadpool across, I think this is probably the best way to go about it. It might ruin the MCU's image of everything's PG-13, and we're not that edgy, it's for everybody, it's a family. Deadpool made like a billion dollars or eight hundred million dollars. It there's people will go see a Deadpool film. It's the only issue is when he's in an R-rated movie by himself in the MCU, and then he joins the Avengers. That could be where the issues lie because if he's chopping people's heads off and fucking saying "Look at my balls" and just he's just shitting on everybody in his own film, and then in the Avengers movie he's like. Talking about doing that stuff, but not doing it, it might look a little weird.
0: Yeah, no, and you could also do the like he's violent and cursing in his solo movies, but then in like the Avengers team ups or whatever, he like he actually censors himself because he's just like because you can just write it in as like oh I know I'm in like the biggest movie of the year I'm on my best behavior today.
1: Yeah, because he's self aware.
0: Yeah. He, he he knows like he knows he's in he, like he he's gonna have a weird meta commentary on the switching between studios and where are the X Men and all this. But I think at the end of the day, they'll make a good Deadpool solo movie, and he'll be a minor character in any team ups.
1: Do you think um, like Deadpool coming across? Could he be an anchor moving forward, or is Ryan Reynolds like this is the third film? I don't know if Ryan Reynolds wants to get into that kind of shape for the next 10 years. I don't know what age Ryan Reynolds is, but, like, if you're Deadpool, you have got to be ripped to shreds. It's kind of like the Hugh Jackman thing. How many years can he do that workout (laughs) is how long he'll do it.
0: Yeah, like, thing is, it doesn't necessarily have to be him. Uh, It could just be anyone in that suit.
1: And he could just do the uh, ADR.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just, like, dub it over in post. I think that would work out um, fine, honestly.
1: Do you think Deadpool could be the next, as I said, anchor for the next phase?
0: I don't think he, I don't think they would anchor anything on Deadpool. Um, I think he's a way to transition between the phases, where like I fully expect in the opening minutes of Deadpool three, him to pull down a chart and very briefly explain the Marvel canon right now.
1: that's yeah that joke is just sitting there like and and also as you said he will be constantly saying where's the x-men where where are all my friends because like you have the whole x like the x-force in the last film like and then you have um you have megasonic teenage warhead and all that like where are they why are they not here
0: yeah. Um, will they carry over? Who knows?
1: <laughs> will they carry over? So that would be a way to lead into the Fantastic Four, the X Men universe. He's a mutant, which raises the question of uh, there's mutants in the MCU.
0: Connor, he's a mutate. I'm sorry. He's a mutate. Sorry. I do apologise. Someone, someone had a, a mutate as like a regular human who was mutated through um, science, basically. Um. Spider-Man is technically a mutate but someone said I read this comment on Reddit actually and I thought it was amazing is uh, do you know, you've heard of the House of M story, right? Yes. So it's where Scarlet Witch destroys, basically she has a mental break and her power can affect reality and she says no more mutants and then 99% of all mutants are wiped out Now what someone said was that um deadpool would meet scarlet witch um and doctor strange would be like uh and and they would be fighting a a big threat and doctor strange would be like we need more help and uh scarlet witch says um oh i i have an idea doctor strange replies what more avengers and scarlet witch says no more mutants Mm. And then there's a bunch of mutants in the MCU And Deadpool is still technically like the Link there Because Yeah Because in the comics Scarlet Witch is a mutant But she's kind of a mutate in the MCU So her and Deadpool would have that in common at least
1: Interesting yeah, I think Deadpool as you said he could be the Link Like he's not going to be a massive part But he's going to be a Link For bringing in all these cool characters That we that Like he's a character that we know and we can use him to talk about how, how absurd it is that if they get a new Professor X. And he's just like, you're the, you don't look anything like the last two guys.
0: Yeah. Like, that Or, would, that would just, or even, you you're way out. better than the last two guys.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I hate Patrick Stewart. He looks directly down the camera.
0: <laughs> That's right, I said it.
1: <laughs> um, I think Deadpool being orated rated in the MCU is the best possible news for Deadpool, the character. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. I think it could be really, really cool, uh, the direction they go with. But, Sean, that is sadly it for this week's Movie Mondays. Um, I have to go have a warm bath and wrap myself in a ge get some hot chocolate and probably do nothing for the evening.
0: Jesus, you love yourself, don't
1: you? <laughs> no, it's because I've i got the sniffles. <laughs> That's
0: true. That, that is true. He does have a bit of a sniff going on, ladies and
1: gentlemen. <laughs> um, do you want to take us out?
0: Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, a Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. A uh, big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Um, everyone over there, absolute legends. Big thanks goes out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Annie helm and Richard McGrew. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate all everyone uh, who listens who bought merch as well. Uh, That's really cool to see Um, There's a link to that as well In the description Um, And as Connor said On the 21st um, There will be a sale going on And some new designs Launching as well So head on over there And check that out for now, though, look out the designs. They'll be on our Twitter uh, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook Heroes for Hire Podcast, uh, Instagram Heroes for Hire Podcast. Or if you have any questions or comments, or you just want to tell us how nice we look today, you can go to mm. Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Send us an I email. I look
1: particularly to that. nice, so if you want to,
0: if you, if you want to, you know, mm. it's not. You don't have to, but
1: you do You don't have to. We're not fishing for it, but, but, but nice, if it's like, there. Do you want to uh, So is that That's it for this week anyway Sean
0: That's it for this week Connor Uh, Okay So uh, I've been Connor Lawler I I had something funny to say But I forgot Oh Oh, go on I've been Sean and I'll say the funny thing on Wednesday
1: (laughs) No no This is your time Sean Please No I don't want to I want want to stop (laughs) That'll tune in for Wednesday (laughs) Where you'll have a classic bit See you next week guys
0: Bye Bye